Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb. What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Long day, but I'm I'm happy to be home doing this show. So, I hear you, man. This is a highlight of my week. I enjoy doing this. Thank you. Me too. Um, had some changes, crazy changes, things that I yeah, didn't it's expect. been kind of crazy. There. Yeah, with the way everything's going, all these coaching um, interviews and GM. I mean, they, uh, Eric Bieni, Eric Bieni, and Mike Kafka have been um, interviewing for head coaching jobs, and then I think we also had a couple players on the Chiefs organization in the office get interviewed for GM jobs. So I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. but there are people are getting out there, man. What do you think's yeah. gonna happen with Bieni? Well, I mean, honestly, I think he's gonna go. Um... You know, if he's hired, he's taking it. I mean, it, as much as it's not great for the Chiefs, it's great for him, and that's really all that matters at this point. But honestly, I would have loved to see him be Andy Reid's successor. But I, the guy's ready. I mean, he's he's ready to be a head coach. It just is what it is. So it's it's he was ready a long time ago. You know, so I think he's going to go ahead and seize the opportunity. Oh, I agree, man. I think it's possible. The funniest thing I saw yesterday with all the coaching changes or the co- people asking to interview coaches was the Chargers were going to interview Bienemy. I was like, why would he go there, first yeah, of all? Well, yeah, why yeah. would he do that and try to get through Mahomes every single year? It's just not going to work out. Yeah, he would and never then, do that. Yeah. And then another thing, Jason Garrett is going to be interviewed probably by the Chargers. That is so comical because we know Jason Garrett can is not the best coach in NFL. It's gonna make the Chargers worse than what they are now. <laughs> they're just gonna be they're gonna be a he'll be there for probably two seasons, maybe three, most likely two, because they don't give people enough time to actually see if they can get something done, you know, with nothing. So he'll be there for maybe a season or two, and then they'll go eight and eight, maybe one season, and that'll be it. It'll be over with. He never did nothing with Dallas. He's not definitely not going to do anything with the Chargers. Oh, that's what and he I'm had saying. a hell of a lot more with Dallas than he ever thought about having. In, in, exactly. Uh, so seeing him get the interview, hey, if he gets the job, I mean, fine. Then might as well hire Sky Pioli while they're at it too. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah. the Chargers, they're going to waste Justin Herbert's future if they hire him. Yeah. And yeah. that's not something they should do. I know people didn't like Anthony Lynn, but at least he brought something there. Now, they lost a lot of games by close points, but he didn't lead him, lead him to a 12-4 season. Yeah. So I think he might be able to get like, a coordinating job somewhere out there before maybe he gets a head coaching job. I think he's already been called, to be honest, for for a coordinate, uh, a coordinator position. So I think he's do you know already, what? I can't remember. Do you know what team? I cannot remember, but I know that somebody had said he was already called. Um, might have been Detroit. I don't remember. Hey, well, but, they're uh, restarting, and they might as well. Yeah. So, um, I think the biggest thing was Elway and the GM position in in uh, Denver. What do you think of that? Yeah, man. Actually, he basically fired himself and promoted himself. So yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. Honestly, uh, it kind of showed he was he really wasn't a great GM. No. I mean, he couldn't really find a good quarterback after Peyton Manning, and then even going to the future, they struggled a lot. So, man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but I don't see much really happening at all whatsoever with the Broncos. They're still going to struggle. Drew Locke's probably going to do something, man, but there's not going to be really much they can do. Well, the thing, too, is that he, you know, Elway destroyed his ego. And Elway's, you know, his ego is right up there with some of the best out there. And when Manning came in and just destroyed his records in two years, you know, that it took him 17 basically to build uh he went after the same quarterback twice that was terrible and now is retired from the nfl and brock osweiler i mean he went after people that he knew really didn't have the potential to take them very far because of his self-sabotaging he really was and then you know he got pressure so he drafted lock and now Locke is starting to suffer from it. So, I mean, it was weird because some of the players and the, um, there were some high profile, you know, analysts out there that said they were sick and tired of seeing Denver fail in the draft every year and all the misses that they had. 
and the horrible, you know, just coaching and mm-hmm. the entire situation was bad for them. And I think him, the problem with it is, is that he's, you know, he's got ownership in that organization. So it's not like you're ever going to get rid of him. He's always, you know, he, yeah, he promoted himself. And then now he's still going to just tell the GM what to do. And I, the GM is probably going to have to answer to him instead of yeah, just being able to do his job. So it's I like, I mean, he kind of lost all credibility there. I mean, yeah. What I want to see the only really good combination of GM and coaches, Andy Reid and Brett Beach, but that we know Belichick is a GM and the coach. Yeah. Um, Jerry Jones is the pre- owns a team. He's a president. He's a GM and basically the coach. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to have a healthy balance. You can't have one person do it all. So to have Elway just continue to do it, they're going to struggle. Oh, a hundred percent. And he's not going to let go of the reins. That's for sure. I mean, he may be trying to give fans what they want right now, but he's not going to, I guarantee you everything is going to go by his ears before or across his desk before uh, it's approved. Basically. It's just, it is what it is. It sucks for Denver fans, but Hey, you know, we can't, you know, we can't control what they do. We can only control what we do, but it's, that's a whole thing for them. For sure. You know, and the Chiefs are in an excellent position moving forward. We see the AC West make so many terrible moves. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to be honest after everything that's happening. So far, so I think we're in a really, really good spot to move forward, man. I'm and questioning all these. Uh, I'm just questioning the AFC West right now. I'm starting to question Gruden. I was questionable, as you know, from the beginning, if uh, he was going to be able to step into this new. He wasn't around with the changes, you know, during this entire time. He hadn't been around with all the changes that have come across in the NFL. And I was curious if he was going to be able to step up and and be able to just step right into it, I guess, if you want to say it that way and so far he's fallen flat every year and he's guys you know he's kind of got them over a barrel with that 10 you know 10 year 100 million dollar fully guaranteed deal he's got so if he's you know he's fired tomorrow it's he's paid regardless yeah so, i mean basically he's gonna get his money yeah but what do you i mean he does if, have if a Eric... he does i think there is a performance Somebody had told me there was a performance clause somewhere in that contract. I don't know. From what I heard, it was fully guaranteed no matter what. But somebody did tell me that they, there was a performance clause in there. But there I don't know. There probably is. But he'll yeah. probably get out of that part, too. But looking at um, Eric Bainemi, what place do you see him going to coach if he decides to uh, sign the team offseason? I got to tell you, I mean, if if, if it, I think if it's going to be anybody, it's probably going to be Atlanta. I agree. I mean, they they got the best talent on that team right now that's being underutilized. And honestly, you know, he'd be out of the AFC and away from Mahomes and Reed. And um, he's got an opportunity to turn the the NFC around. I mean, he could really just turn it, do a complete 360 and turn the NFC around. That's been so, you know, the NFC has always been kind of stagnant for, you know, the majority of their teams anyway. And he may be that guy that has a uh, a dynasty in the NFC. You know, that's what I think. Yeah. I think he's got the capability of doing it. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Um, just the way it's looking, and he probably will. That has the most talent. I mean, he could easily trade Julio for a slew of draft picks. If we're being honest, yeah. I mean, they could do something like that. So anything is possible moving forward. Yeah. Somebody made a stupid comment on Twitter. Um, what they say? No, uh, it was about, I think it was actually Eric Bieniemy, And, or it could have been about um, a GM position that somebody that was inter- was interviewing for it. I can't even remember who the, who it was interviewing, but it was a, uh, it might have been Ozzie Newsome or somebody. And they, some guy makes a comment that, um, yeah, let's not hire because of um, anything other than because he's black, basically is how he said it. He goes, I would rather take smart over a race issue any day like I mean how could you sit and say something that ignorant I guess that guy hasn't seen what's been going on in NFL you have um, black coaches black GMs black personnel being snubbed not able to get a job when they're pretty much qualified to be um, just looking at this JP you know the new rule that just put in place if two of the Chiefs I think um, if enemy gets hired and I think if someone in their um, 
upstairs GM department gets hired, they'll have eight picks in the rap and I think eight picks between rounds three and five or something crazy like that. That's insane. I mean, that just shows you how to help your team. But for people to say comments like that, I'm like, obviously we have good people out there who are not even getting a chance. And it starts from the top. It starts with these old owners who don't understand you need to get outside the box and start looking at other people who can help elevate your team. Yeah. You're, you're, these guys are continuing to throw the same stuff at the wall and expecting to see, and it's not doing any thing for them at all. You see yeah. Washington football team, they're always in down one spiral. You see the Lions. I mean, the Patriot way does not work all the time. I just saw the Houston Texans are probably going to hire um, a guy in the Patriots front office as a GM. I don't know if it's going to work, but as we know, JP, the Patriot way doesn't work. It didn't work in Kansas City with Scott Pioli and mm -hmm. um, um, Todd Haley. It didn't work in Detroit with uh, what? Um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Where at? Do you know? In Detroit, the. Uh, the Detroit, uh, their defensive coordinator was hired from the Patriots. The guy with oh, pencil uh, Yeah, Patricia. Patricia didn't yeah. work there. So, I mean, the Patriot way does not always work. The only way I've, only place I've seen it work outside of Kansas City, I mean, outside of, outside of New England, is what the Miami Dolphins, what Matt would start with Ryan Flowers. He, I don't think he's really taking the whole Patriot way, but he's taking bits and pieces and uses his own philosophy. And I've seen them, I mean, they got a pretty good team. They Fortunately, do. They miss the playoffs, winning team games, but ooh, that man—he's gonna have a powerhouse soon. Tua Mahomes is gonna be going at it, I think. Oh, I think so too. And you know, I look at it and I think about, and that brings me back to the Raiders. You know, it took him basically—he cleaned house in eighteen. Okay, if you remember right, he cleaned house in eighteen. Yep. And they had a fire sale, and in nineteen, they—I think that they won eight games, maybe. And then here you go, in 2020, they win 10 games. And then you look at the Raiders. Gert, this is Gruden, Gruden's, is it his fourth year or third year? This is, is going to be his fourth, I think. Yeah, fourth year. And yeah, they can't get out of their own, they can't even get out of their own way. So it kind of tells you right there, is he really capable of building a championship team with his mentality? I do not believe he is. Number one, if you're stupid enough to put that shitty-ass Derek Carr back in when you know Mariota's better, you're stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're paying him or not. You're there to win games, not to worry about whose paycheck's going where. And he's he's not doing anything for that team. I mean, I'm sorry, but he's not. They suck. And they're going to continue to suck. And they got some great players that are going to go down because of it. I mean, Josh Jacobs just got in trouble, by the way. Got a DUI here. In Vegas, I saw that yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, he was booked into jail and then released, but he was definitely under the influence. So, oh yeah, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they showed him at a, that's the issue. It is, and they showed him at a karaoke bar, um, singing on stage with two people. So, I guess that was prior to him leaving or get, getting the DUI. But he actually, I think he wrecked his car. So he actually it was a one, it was a single it was actually yeah actually it was he actually wrecked his car and the police were called out to an accident and it was a single car crash which was his and then they brought him to the hospital checked him out and then arrested him right afterwards that's so, crazy yeah that is so crazy. he was drunk and wrecked his car so you know to for and this is something that we can segue into just for a minute to say that it doesn't affect players when you know you're as good as you are, but you're you're stuck where you're at for the first four years of your career, maybe a fifth, and you know you're stuck with that same shit, that's why it's so difficult for players. And they, they have every right to feel upset. And then he goes out and does something stupid like that, which it's not giving anybody the right to go out and drink and drive because I think it's ignorant. But people, they start to do things that they might not normally do because they're frustrated and they're stressed out and it gets, you know, mentally it gets to them. So I don't know if that's the case with him or not, but it, it could very well be. I, a lot of players have put themselves in horrible positions because of the teams they play for and the coaching they have and how they're stuck for, you know, three to four or five years. Yo, you're not wrong, man. I think, unfortunately, with the Raiders need a culture change, and they put all their stock in beating Mahomes and the Chiefs at one time and look where God, Mahomes broke them in the end. 
So yeah. the Big Bad Raiders aren't that really big and bad to begin with. So what, what can we do, man? We just got to keep moving forward. But yeah, man, going back to this um, coach cho- coaching search, I think it's very interesting that the Chiefs have two coaching uh, candidates and then two guys looking for GM spots. And I feel like that just shows how great our um, shows how great the Chiefs organization organization is as a, as, a, is as a whole because it shows we have applicable applicable candidates ready to take the reins and control these other teams. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know it's it's a it's a great thing. It's also it's kind of like a bittersweet because you got some of the best in the NFL right here, and more than likely. You may lose, you know, even if you lose 50% of them, it's hard to replace people like that. It just is. We're lucky that we have Brett Veach, we have Andy Reid, and I'm sure whoever, you know, fills these positions are going to understand that they have to be in this culture, but it's still hard to replace people like that. It's very difficult to find greatness and then watch it move on somewhere else because you need those people. So it's a bittersweet. They get what they deserve, and we have to go on the search again for, <laughs> you know, somebody yeah, to fill those I shoes. Mean, so. it might be for the best too. I mean, we never we don't know what was going to happen, but man, just looking at it in the future, we're in a really looking at a really really good spot of our team. And if those guys end up being hired, and we get two extra picks in the rounds that Chiefs don't ever really miss, hey, we have to have some more studs. Yeah. So I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but, hey, man, what were your thoughts on that um, Sunday night game where the Broncos, sorry, the Giants, sorry, not the Giants, the Eagles end up, quote-unquote, deciding to get fourth, basically not even trying that game, and it caused the uh, Washington football team to win. It's caused a lot of uproar. A lot of fans from the Giants are mad about it. What do you think about that? I guess I, I, guess I want to know who – automatically assume they purposely threw the game. I mean, I guess that's where it kind of starts with me. I mean, I don't know what they did to throw the game. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see anything that well, was... Well, they're saying they did it since they had a chance to win Jalen Hurts and they took him out. When it was like fourth and goal, they didn't even bother to try to kick a cheap shot field goal. They just ended up deciding to go for it on fourth down and then kind of stopped. Okay, so they took out, they took out Jalen... And because they got stopped on a fourth down, they think they threw the game. No, 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 no. They took out Jalen Hurts during the game when it was a one-possession game. And then they decided to go for it on fourth and goal when they had a chip shot field goal to tie the game. And people are saying when they did that, basically this show, like, we don't, we're not trying. And a lot of Giants fans are mad. like, they didn't give the give us a chance for us to go ahead and go to the playoffs. And I'm thinking, like, whoa, whoa, the Giants are 6-10. and 10. You guys didn't win any of your games. You have a 31st-ranked scoring offense. That wouldn't even be a playoff game anyone would want to watch. You guys would be waxed off the field, destroyed completely. Yeah. Whoever has to play, you guys basically just going to get an easy practice. I mean, well, I your guess... defense might do something, but your offense is terrible. If yeah, we're being it, honest, they you are can't terrible. get mad about that because you guys are pretty a really bad team. And I'm sorry, but Washington football team is a lot well-rounded, better team. They have players in offense and defense who are really, really good. One of the best front fours in the entire league on the defensive line. And look at Alex Smith. Yeah. I think he's going to make some noise in the playoffs. I have a feeling that they can go ahead and beat Tom Brady this weekend. I think it's very possible. But for all these Giants fans are crying, I'm like, the Eagles don't owe you guys anything. They don't owe you anything. Zero, zilch, nada, nothing at all. You yeah. should take care of your business. We lost 10 games. You should have taken care of that. You had a chance to honestly beat Tom Brady, but you guys didn't because Daniel Jones was so slow wrong through his progressions, if we're yeah. being honest. Yeah. Well, also, you know, it's sad that you got a fan base that says, wow, we're 6-10 and 10 and we won in the playoffs. Okay, that's first of all. You are well below 500. You don't deserve to be in the fucking playoffs. That's number one. Number two, if somebody goes for fourth and one to to potential, I don't care about. It. Look, it wasn't going to really. I guess it would have made or braids broke some things, but who gives? The Eagles don't owe anybody, like you said, anything. So if they want to, if they want to go for fourth and one and take a chance on that's to me that's playing. 
I mean, that's like, hey, we want to take a chance and just win it now instead it's of going to overtime. Yeah. It's different for all. Everybody's it's got different from mindset. doing that than taking a kneel. They yeah. just take a QB kneel. Um, yeah. I mean, but I understand also where Eagles fans, or where some Eagle fans are mad because, like, if you were really trying to win this game and go on a high note, you would have done this. But then maybe Doug Peterson was like, well, draft position, does it really worth it? I mean, we got our future quarterback. We all know that. Um, Carson Wentz is not going to be here next year. Jalen Hurts is the future. So, I mean, it just kind of shows you there's a lot going on. So, I, I mean, what can you really do? But for Giants fans to get mad, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys did not do anything, anything. Yeah. Six season they, wins and they, the and they want to – God. Six so wins and they want to make a big deal out of it. Jeez. I'm like – and then, like, you guys didn't yeah, – you guys didn't do anything. So, I'm, I'm really confused on where they're coming from. Really yeah, it's so am. stupid because there's teams out there right now. I mean, we it happened to us. We we missed the playoffs when you're at eleven and five. So and they're bitching because they're six and ten and they missed the playoffs. Well, what that's the hell? just one enough well, I mean, it's crazy though how bad that division is. Yeah. I mean it's horrible. I mean yeah. it's a terrible division. It really is. It's like well, I don't know. Well, I think the Washington football team and the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to take a leap next year. But other than that, it doesn't look like anything really is going to happen. So just looking at everything full circle, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I just kind of find it interesting how you don't owe anyone this league. If you want to lose that game, they can lose that game. Now, is it going to cause problems down the line? Yes, that's going to. But they don't owe the Giants anything. They're a division rival. If they don't want to go to the playoffs, then they could do that. I mean, we've seen players, I mean, people have fixed games before. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, crazy things happen. I mean, we saw Bill Belichick during yeah. the regular season last year. Yeah. He was doing stuff to make a point, being yeah. vindictive. I yeah. mean, who knows? I mean, this stuff happens all the time. But I just kind of find it interesting how Giants fans complain when you guys didn't do anything all year. Yeah. You yeah. hadn't showed nothing. And honestly, that first playoff game you guys would have played against, Tom Brady, that would have been a wax for them. They would have had 20 in the first quarter. They would probably yeah. won the game probably, what, 45 to 10? I mean, yeah. we're being honest. If they, it's not in the best yeah. if they were, if, be they, if they allowed him 10 points, yeah. And they'd have to yeah, give him exactly. those 10 points. So... I mean, it just, you know, it's so comical anymore to listen to some of this. As far as like, you know, and there's no way of really proving if a team is, I mean, in, unless they blatantly just do something so obvious throughout the game that, and they weren't staying, you know, within seven points, they just let them blow them out or they showed some effort in the first half. And then all of a sudden in the second half, they just completely, you know, that's a, then you can say, okay, well, this is a consistent basis. This is something they're doing so they can get draft picks, whatever. And, but they can't prove that. So it's a mute conversation because it, it, it honestly, they can't prove shit. It's, it's, it, they just can't. So uh, is it done? Hell yeah, it's done. They've been doing it for years. You think teams like, like the Jets, I mean, their players, at least they had enough, enough initiative to say, you know what? We want to win a couple of games. We don't want to go out at that team that's 0 16. You know, we don't want to be that team. So they came out and they won three, I think three in a row. So, it. But were they? Do you think their front office wanted that? Hell no, hell no. They didn't want that. They wanted them to go. They wanted them to go flat so they could be right there with that first pick, and that's all they were looking at. So. And they were trying to see what the other guy did. I understand. Shannon Sharp brought up a great point. That guy has been a backup for four years. You already know what he can do. I mean, you might as well. It's the last game, but. Regardless, it just shows you that this shows you like life. No one owes you anything. Doug Pearson decided to do what he wanted to do, and then that's that's it. The Giants and them are gonna have to work deal with it. I mean, I don't know why Judge Joe Judge and them are complaining about this continuously. So I mean, but what really can you do, honestly? I mean, well, you know, win more games. Yeah, I I mean, mean, there you go. Why don't you actually try to get to five hundred first and then bitch about not going to playoffs? Okay, that's that's really how it breaks down. I mean, when you get to 500, then maybe you got a chance to say, okay, well, maybe I deserve. No, you don't even deserve it then. You have to have a winning record in real life to go to the playoffs, or you should have one. I mean, no one should be rewarded for being <laughs> ranked 28th in the league, you know, or whatever the case may be. Right? I mean, the Eagles up until week 13 had, I think they were, I don't know, they only won three games, maybe four. 
and they were still in the playoff hunt. Okay. I mean, when have you ever seen that? I mean, I remember a team getting in back in the nineties. It was seven and nine. Somebody mm-hmm. in the two thousands got in, you know, right in that same, you know, they, it was a losing record and they got in. The Panthers got in seven and nine as well. Yeah. Panthers got in at seven and nine. I've seen it happen a few times, but who the hell expects to win six fucking games and then say, oh, well, I'm in the playoffs. I should, we deserve it. No. How the hell no, do you deserve no, that? No, no, no. Come on, you man. You don't deserve anything. Now, it'd be different. No, no. And they were going for the division title, so I can understand that kind of. But you guys didn't do anything all year. I'm sorry, but Daniel wouldn't Jones even want a damn divisional title. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't I mean, want to say, hey, I was 6-10 and 10 and I won the division. Who the hell I don't think wants to say that? How do you think Chiefs fans would have felt if we did that? The fans would have been, like, pissed. Nobody would have been happy with that. I mean, no normal, rational fan would be happy that their team just got in the playoffs or would potentially could have at a 6-10 and 10 record. No one in this kingdom would have been happy about that. No rational fan. I mean, honestly, coming from a sports background, I would laugh if my team got into, you know, with a subpar 500 record and got into the playoffs, I would have went, are you freaking kidding me right now? I would have been embarrassed. Number one, I would have been completely embarrassed if I played for that team. I mean, maybe the way the Giants see is give us a shot, but we saw what you guys did for 16 games and it wasn't pretty. Yeah, so, give I a mean, shot at what, what killed in the second season when it's even harder? Come on, man. I mean... They got to use their heads. I mean, they're not getting a second. All they're doing is getting a second chance of looking fucking stupid. That's what they're getting. I mean, you're going to go into the playoffs and with a six and 10 record, you lost 10 games to some of them were to horribly subpar teams. And then you go into the playoffs against a totally a team that is de- deserving to be in there and they are going to wax you. And then you're going to look more stupid than you already do for bitching about not getting to the playoffs at six and 10. You got to have more than six wins in this league to go to the playoffs and actually think you're going to get somewhere. You're going to look so bad that no one's ever going to want to even consider you as a fan base or or a team for that matter. Just is what it is. Shit. Six wins and I'm going to get the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) JP's pissed. Well, hey, man, I was trying to wrap my head around this, too. I'm like, you got to play better. But I mean, what can we do? But man, look at these. Um, you want to go and go through these uh, playoff game? These, sorry, the playoff games this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. All right, All right we're gonna do NFC and AFC. So the first game is gonna be Colts versus Bills. Seven C Colts versus the two C Bills. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, I gotta be honest. I mean, I've been a little bit on the fence with the Bills this year. They've played a lot better, but I don't know. That they're, I don't know that they're ready to be, I guess I, I can't say that. I don't know if they're, I guess it is. I don't know if they're ready for the playoffs yet. I don't know if they're going to be able to handle the playoffs. I know Phillip Rivers right now is on probably a 10-year high because this is the first time he's been in the playoffs and I don't know how long. So, to me, it's going to... If it came down to experience, I would say Philip Rivers got it. The only thing that I know about him is that he, if he gets down in a game, it, he's not that big game winning drive guy. I mean, if he's down by two touchdowns by halftime, 80, I think it was a percentage of somewhere in the eighties that he lost. So I don't know, man, it's tough for me. I mean, I'm, I'm going to probably go with the bills, but I, it could go the other way. It could, it could be the experience prevails and, and it, it ends up being the Colts that just, you know, kind of like what happened to to uh, the Ravens last year. You know, I mean, mm. they got waxed the first game of the playoffs. So you just don't know. I mean, it might happen. And, and you know, I know the Bills fans have been waiting for this for a long time, and I'm happy for them. I just don't know if they're ready to be a playoff team. I don't know yet. I hear you saying. I have a sneaky feeling that the Colts will win and Jonathan Taylor is going to go off. The Bills don't have a good run defense at all. Jonathan Taylor is a beast out of Wisconsin running back. Yeah. He is great. And I think he might help them lead them to victory. 
Um, the way it's looking, yeah, the Bills, I mean, they're, they're doing good, but they haven't really done anything really, in my opinion, to prove that no, that's the, that's push it. Push something into the future. Now, someone said the Chiefs are over the quote unquote 2018 Patriots when the Patriots end up being the Chiefs. The difference between that, I understand what he's trying to say in that statement, basically saying the Chiefs slept on. That's fine because the way I see it is everyone's going to continue to look at everyone else besides the Chiefs, even though they were the number one seed. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that game right there, Colts versus Bills, at this point, you don't even need seeding for the playoffs. Yeah. You really don't. Because it doesn't matter. You're going to have – any team can have their day and kick another team's butt. So looking at it, man, I think the Colts can have a chance. I think Phil Rivers might do something. If he does that, man, oh, I can't wait. I really want to see Phil Rivers come to Arrowhead Stadium one last time. Yeah, I want that, would, now that would be awesome. Homes. Yeah. I want the Chiefs to kick their behind, man, and I can't wait to see what's happening. I think it's very possible moving it is. forward. Definitely. It's definitely you know possibility. I mean – I'd like to see, you know, and honestly, Rivers, as long as he, it was his 17th year, I think, and maybe oh four, so whatever that is. Um, 16 he, years. Yeah, so it's about time. I think, you know, he, he's he's in the playoffs. That's great for him. Um, I've never been a big fan of his just because of his fit throwing and trying to get a flag every time. Well, that's what we was. want to see Arrowhead, honestly. We're beating yeah. him and he's complaining. I mean, that would make, make a lot of cheese. God, can you imagine his mindset thinking, shit, if, I beat, if we beat the Bills, I'm probably going to have to play Kansas City. And if I got to play Kansas City oh, and they pick me off four yes, times again, mm-hmm. oh my God, dude, his mind's going to probably just, oh, he's going to walk on that field just shaking. Because every time we played him, we got him two to four picks every time. We're so, least getting two. Yeah. I think the last time we played him, he only threw one. No, actually, no, it was it was three. Yeah. So it I mean, three. it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, the next yeah. game is the Rams versus the Seahawks. Who do you think is going to win that game? Um, I can't remember if I'm. I don't know. Somebody got injured on the Seahawks, and I can't think of who it is. And that is going to hurt him. Um, I'm trying to remember who the player was, but it was somebody that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, um, if he's actually injured for the playoffs and out, it might be a tough game. Um, I still kind of think Seattle will win it because Jared Goff is hurt. I don't know if he's coming back. They put that kid in there. Um, whatever his name is, ended up, he, I guess he did okay, but I, I mean, again, he's not, he's, he's not, not yeah, he's not ready for it. So I, I think it's going to be the Seahawks. No, I agree with you, man. I think the Seahawks will end up winning that game. Uh, Russell Wilson, or just be too much firepower. Now the Rams are going to have a good defense. I think what it comes down to, if the Rams want to win, they have to knock Russell Wilson off his game. They need to get like two interceptions. Get a and get a bunch of sacks and just continue to stop them like the Giants did to the Seahawks early yeah. in this season yeah. if they want a chance. But my thoughts, what I'm thinking, dude, honestly, is I think that the Seahawks will just kind of overpower them and end up winning like a close game. It's going to be a defensive battle. So. Oh, and it's going to be an extremely low scoring game. I mean, oh, that's gonna yeah, be a low this one's game. not got no fireworks at all. No fireworks. Yeah, it's going to be like 13 yeah. to 6 or something or 13 to 9. It's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. I think it's going to be one of those games. Yep. So the next game, the final game of month of with Saturday night coming up, Buccaneers versus Washington football team. What are your thoughts? Hmm. You know, I'm going to go with Washington. And I think the reason is because Mike Evans is out for the year. Um, oh, he is? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he, he's done. What, what I understand. What, I, think he tore his, I think he tore his ACL, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Yeah, something in that range. It was a rough injury. So I think he's out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's out through the playoffs, or at least I'm pretty sure he's out for the playoffs. He's, I think he's done for the year. Um, I think, honestly, I think Washington can beat him. Oh, you think Washington? Yeah. I'm going to be agree with you, man. I'm going to say the worst, and I'm going to say the worst Chase Young said after they won the NFC East title. Tom Brady, I'm coming for you. I agree everything Chase Young just said. He needs to come after Brady. Him and Montez wouldn't just sack him. That defensive line is one of the best in the league, and the teams are going to have some problems. 
Yeah. I don't know what anyone is saying. Yeah. Um, the way I'm looking at it is, it, from what I appear, it looks like they're saying Mike Evans' injury is day to day, so he may not even be able to play. Yeah. And like you said, man. But looking at that man, Alex Smith, this is his time. He always plays good against the Patriots. Yeah. Besides that one game he had in 2016, I think. Other yeah. than that, he's always played good against the Patriots. Yeah. So I know that he's going to give it his all. We have some weapons. The we the Chiefs exposed the Buccaneers' defense, showing how terrible they are. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's going to be a game where the Buccaneers will lose, and they'll be like elastic interception. I really yeah. believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And if you don't think for one Tom second, Brady is old. He can throw forty degree touchdowns at four three years old. Yeah, but he had to have a quote unquote elite receiving core. You saw he couldn't do anything with the New England receivers they had up in New England. No. Now he's with the Buccaneers. He's able to do all this now. It shows you that he's diminishing in talent. Yeah, yeah. I see Mahomes go out there and work with half that stuff. I mean, yeah, it's he's been blessed with this team but that just shows you how you have to plan for these these things yeah but you know what you I, uh, go back and look at him in college though mahomes is doing almost the same stuff in college that he's doing right now exactly. actually sometimes it was even more of it exactly and he was fire all the way through college so i mean the kid was pure fire so you know he always played this backyard style of football and was able to be successful through his entire college career and now nfl career so he didn't come out 199th, you know, in the draft, and there's a reason behind it. You know, just it is what it is. You know, the 2000 draft class for quarterbacks wasn't that great. So it wasn't like, you know, all these phenoms came out of it. It was a few good quarterbacks, and that was about it. And Brady came out 199th pick. So I think, I think Washington, you're right, Alex Smith always plays well against them. I think they, if you think for one second, Alex Smith, hasn't thought about everything that we did to beat them when he was here. You're wrong, because that's what he's doing. And he's going to come out and he's going to make he's going to throw Brady off his game, and they're going to that's going to be the upset of the playoffs right there. I agree. Once you can get to Brady and mess him up, he doesn't play well. No. So I see that the that the Washington football team has a very good shot in order to win and causing the upset, and that's going to shake it up right there. So yeah. the next game is going to be. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. A rematch of last year's divisional round game. Playoff game. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I got a weird feeling the Texans are going to win this game. Okay. Uh, the you mean the Titans? Or the Titans, I mean. I'm sorry. And um, I said the Texans, but I meant the Titans. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be... I think they're going to win this game. I, I just got a feeling. I don't know... Honestly, I I don't think Lamar is ready. I just don't. I mean, he's been there twice now, and both the last year he's he really fell flat really quick, couldn't do anything, and then I got a and he had you know he was, that was his MVP season. That was his MVP season, and he got waxed. And I got a feeling it's going to happen again. Okay, I think what's going to happen this game is going to be a lot closer. This game rides and dies on Derrick Henry. If he can continue to get five, six, eight, 20 yard, eight yeah. runs continuously, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. They really don't have a choice. I mean, sorry, the, the Ravens really don't have a chance. Their defense is not that great at all. Yeah. Now the thing is, Lamar Jackson isn't the best thrower besides that they're wide open. In the Tennessee, this defense is really, really bad at stopping receivers from catching the ball. Yeah. So if the they can win, just pound the ball, pound the ball, then they have a really, really good shot at winning it. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I think I'm gonna pick the Ravens this time. Yeah. I think yeah. Lamar Jackson's gonna silence the haters and gonna go out there and go to give him a win on the last sec, win of the last second. And if the, he ends up winning, as I think the fifth seed, I think. Yeah, he's, I think so. gonna, he's gonna end up coming to Kansas City that divisional game unless the Colts win. So that's how I'm thinking that game there. I think it's, yeah. it's very possible. Yeah, so. it could. I mean, it could happen. Uh, yeah, no, I agree, man. Yeah, I just don't know. I, like I said, I'm still a little, uh, I'm a little on the fence with Jackson yet, but we'll see. We'll see how yeah, he I does. I agree. Um, the um, next game is. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say the next game is. The Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. In the past, 
we have seen the New Orleans Saints choke leaves all the time in the playoffs. Do you think that's going to happen again? Or do you think Drew Brees is going to go out on his last hurrah and uh, run through them? I don't think they're going to run through them. I think I think they're going. I think the Saints will probably win. I don't think they're going to run through them. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, but I don't think they're just going to run them over. I think it's probably going to be a seven-point game. But I, I give the Saints the win on that one. That's just experience over, you know, anything else. It's just really it's experience. And I know they've choked in the playoffs in the past and things like that, but the, the Saints seem to get away with some certain things. And the fact that this is probably Drew Brees' last year, he's going to get a little more um, love, you know, during that game. So yeah, I have a feeling it's probably going to be the Saints by seven. Have they said anything about Michael, uh, Michael Thomas at all? Last I heard, he was still injured. I don't know he's if he's okay. going to be ready for the playoffs or not yet. I haven't heard. Well, um, if they want to make a run, they need him. Yeah, um, if he, they don't have him, their their chances. They, I mean, it diminishes by about thirty percent, if not more. So. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears make a close, but I think the Saints will just win in off of uh, fire offensive fire firepower and Alvin Kamara. We've yeah. seen him basically take over the take over games at times, and I wouldn't be surprised. Now, let's not forget the Bears have a really, really good defense with Khalil Mack. So, I mean, anything is possible with that team, but I still have a feeling that the Saints will end up winning. Yeah. So, going to the last game, we have the Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. The last game of Wild Card Weekend. Who do you, what are your yeah. thoughts there? Man, that game, uh, that is like the hardest game for me to pick because I still believe the Steelers are frauds. Um, I, but I don't know if the Browns can do it. I don't know if they can get into the playoff and just walk in and play like they've, you know, like they are a different football team and they know how to play in the playoffs. I don't, I still don't have that much faith in Baker, but um, this is a tough one, man. I mean, I don't even, honestly, it, it could go either way. I mean, it's probably, I guess if I had to give it to anybody, I would probably say the Steelers just because of experience and the fact that, you know, I think the Browns might just crumble because they're excited and Baker's never been there and the coach has never been there. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, but it's just a hard one to pick, man. I mean, that one can definitely go either way. Honestly, if if I was thinking if, if it was a different, I guess a different scenario in Cleveland over the last three years, I would probably automatically pick Cleveland and just be done with it. Cause I still don't think the Steelers are good. Um, but I don't know, man, it's, it's just a tough one. What do you think? I agree. Well, if there is one team I'll be cheering for this entire Walker weekend, it's going to be the Cleveland Browns. I do not like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Browns can beat them. I know that their coach is not going to be able to be at the game. He's because of co- he got COVID. I oh, wouldn't be surprised right, yeah. if he's somehow there virtually coaching. I mean, do you know what do they? Uh, do you know what they allow coaches to do during that time? Can they talk to their coordinators through headsets, or is that not even allowed? Or I imagine they I mean, can. I have, I have to imagine he has to have yeah. some control. I mean, yeah. we haven't heard of him having terrible symptoms. He could be asymptomatic, but I don't see the man missing the game. Virtually, and yeah. I, I know, not, I know you don't like Baker Mayfield, but I believe that he can t- do something for this team. He is different from every other quarterback you have seen that the Cleveland Browns have had in the last twenty years. I remember seeing a fan, Browns fan, he had the names of all the Browns uh, play, quarterbacks on his shirt, and how many of them have failed. I really believe that Baker Mayfield can break the curse and win them a playoff game. I think he has the weapons to do it. Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb, if they continue to round, uh, run and pound that ball, Baker can and Baker can do his thing. We are looking at an upset. If any upset happens during Wildcard Weekend, I think it's that game right there. Hey, you know what? And that'd be great for me. I mean, I wouldn't carry the way. I, I honestly, I mean, neither one of the teams really were me in the playoffs as far as beating the Chiefs. So I'm not concerned with them. I'm more. I don't know, man. It's you know, I, I don't like either team, so it's I guess it's hard for me. I, you know, but. Uh, even though I did at the beginning of the season, I said it in the preseason game or shows that I, we were gonna. I figured Pittsburgh were gonna come out and get in the playoffs, but I didn't know they were gonna do it that way. You know, I mean, I didn't know they were gonna have such an easy schedule. Uh, yeah. 
and because the schedule hadn't you know schedule wasn't even out yet but um damn i mean god can you imagine the chiefs of that schedule dude we would have we would have had to go 15 Mm -hmm. to 1 14 Mm -hmm. to 2 like we did now i mean i wouldn't be surprised i mean just for sure that schedule is super easy i mean we would got bored after the first quarter if we're being honest but I mean, yeah, and that would have might have caused it to lose more to be just out of boredom and trying, exactly. You know, you know, so it's like I don't know. Um, that's a that's a tough one, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's just oof. I will be cheering the Cleveland Browns on. Oh, I will too. I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I will too. As much as I'm, I don't like Baker. I mean, I still would, you know. And maybe his, you know, he, it seems like he's mellowed out to some degree this year, um, as far as his antics and all the mouth and everything as far as, I mean, there hasn't been any um, reports about him being an idiot. So maybe he's changed a little. Maybe he finally grew up. I don't know. I, I mean, think so. I, that it was a humbling season they had. Um, I would not be surprised, to be honest, yeah. of everything that has gone on so far. Yeah. So, but hey, man, what can you do? Nothing. But, man, just moving moving forward, what team do you think that she's going to play next weekend? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, so it's either going to be, let's see, who do they got? We got the Bills. We got. We got the Bills. We got, got the Bills. Colts. The Chargers. Yeah, the Bills. The Colts. The Ravens. The tight. The Ravens. The Titans. And then we have the. Oh man, why am I forgetting the Browns uh, and the? Pistons. You know what? I got a feeling it's going to be the Colts. That's who I think it's going to be. Okay. I just do. I, I wouldn't be surprised feeling. if... I agree with you, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I say the Colts. I wouldn't be surprised if also could be the Ravens as well. Yeah. Just if everything goes away, so it could be the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, it could be one of the two, but I, I, I don't know. I got this weird feeling it could be the Colts. I just I think it's going to be them, but we'll see. Um, That's going to be... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be everybody on pins and needles trying to figure out who we're going to be playing, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the one thing we'll be watching the games. And it'd be nice to know Sunday if they, they – sorry, it'd be nice to know Saturday if the Colts can pull off the upset. I mean, we yeah. would love to see that. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, that'd be great. So, um, we got this uh, giveaway going. Mm-hmm. We do. Some, we're getting some, a- getting some traction. So – giving away a really cool uh, sign Cole Hardman ball football and so far seems like we're doing pretty good um, mm-hmm. with entries what do you think I think we're doing pretty good I just tell people to continue to listen to the show and DM us the code word the code word is playoffs we've only had one person so far to the Chiefs focus account that has DM that word uh, code word for an extra injury Entry, JP, have you had anyone DM, DM you not the code one, word? Not one. Not person. one? All right, guys. Well, hey, I want you guys to be get a chance to win this signed uh, ball. Please DM us at JP Cheese or at Chief Fo- Cheese Focus the code word playoffs. If you want an extra entry into the giveaway, DM that to one of us, and you will be put into a drawing. We appreciate every guys everything you guys have been doing, and we're continuing to put out daily content and also – giveaways we appreciate everything yeah man and this is uh it's awesome we're you know we're happy to do this and um you know the more you guys follow and and retweet and get your entries in there and we're just going to continue to do you know we'll have you know giveaways throughout the year and we may do a couple in the off season too but like i said when we hit that thirty thousand mark that's when we're going to do a really big one so Mm um keep uh Keep following, keep listening, and uh, we'll keep you guys informed. Also, one so. thing. Right now, Chiefs Kingdom is trying to get Travis Kelsey to win the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Oh, yes. What I am proposing is this. If you guys will retweet our show with the hashtag Walter Payton Man of the Year award, we will do an extra giveaway if that retweet gets 500 retweets. We will do an extra giveaway right after. Yeah. If that 
And if our show get 500 retweets with the hashtag in it, we will do five. We will do a giveaway right yeah. next next uh, week. Sorry, right. uh, the Tuesday the 11th. If you guys can do that, we will do another giveaway. Exactly. I'm not joking. We are a legit group, and we do our giveaways. So if you guys yep. want to have a chance to win it and help get, get Travis Kelsey some votes, you guys will do it. We are not last capping seen, at all. We will do it. That's right. And the last I seen, somebody had posted he was 58,000 votes short. At, then that was not yes, maybe yesterday, early yesterday morning. So I'm kind of surprised he needed that many more. But um, so that's just fifty eight thousand more people that need to vote for him. So let's get that uh, let's get that going. He deserves it more than anybody right now. He deserves it. The guy's we done. Are not, go ahead, JP. He's just done wonders for a lot of people. He's helped a lot of people. So he's done a lot for Kansas City and. Ohio community. And I'm telling you guys, if we get 500 retweets on this show, I'm, I'm telling you, we will do a giveaway and it'll be a good one. Yep. Yep. 100%. You got anything, you got anything else to add, man? No, I think that's it, bro. Um, okay. Just wanted to get one more out here and get you guys some. Oh, uh, uh, DeAndre Baker's leg is healing fine, from what I'm told. Um, that's and good. No, one, no major issues. He's already. Ready to go. He's still I mean, on the playoffs, though. Oh yeah, it, it's yeah. broke. I mean, he's yeah. not going to play. But um, you know, it's not a horrible. It's the worst pain you can ever imagine. That oh, a femur break is horrible, dude. It's one of the worst pains you can ever have. And um, he, but he did come through successfully with you know the surgery, and he's doing okay. So um, let's all That's keep him in our hear. prayers. So. Mm-hmm. Well, DeAndre, we appreciate everything you've done for the kingdom. We know next year is going to be your year, and you're going to ball out. Oh, We're man. about to have one of the best defenses, and he's going to be helping leading us. Yep. All right, guys. We'll uh, enjoy the rest of the week. We will have another show. What day? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. We'll have Thursday. a guest on. That's yeah, the plan on. so far. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, peace out, Chiefs Kingdom. Thank you, Chiefs Kingdom. God bless.